Hi, and welcome to the In the Cortex podcast. We are your hosts. I'm Paloma Garcia. And I am Danny Perricone. And we're the founders of In the Cortex, an online community with programs that show people the tools that they need to change their lives through brain reorganization. No medication, just movement. When you get your brain out of survival mode and regulate your nervous system, you start to live in the fun, logical part of the brain, the cortex. Subscribe today and learn how to live your best in the cortex life. And now on to today's episode. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the In the Cortex podcast. We are really excited to break down this topic because it is jam-packed with science And there's so much to what we're about to talk about. We're going to put a lot of information, lots of content into the show notes. So make sure you go check those out. Um, But today, the episode is all about gratitude and how important gratitude is for living a cortex life. And we're going to talk about how to attain gratitude, how to live in that space of gratitude and appreciation. According to the Oxford Dictionary, gratitude is the quality of being thankful, readiness to show appreciation for, and to return kindness. We're going to talk about that today and how living in your cortex can help you live in that state, in the emotion of gratitude more. Yes. And gratitude has so many benefits for the body, for the mind, for the brain. It helps us produce Neuro, the positive neurochemicals, right? The dopamine and serotonin and norepinephrine and all these amazing things that are helpful and positive for our brain. Um, it helps us feel more connected with others. That kind of makes sense, right? That's pretty natural. It helps us sleep better because mm-hmm. it has to do with the hypothalamus. It When we feel gratitude, we activate the limbic system, which includes the hypothalamus, which has a lot to do with our sleep regulation, our REM cycles. I mean, it really is one of those things where you're like, this is like everything about gratitude is good. And also it makes you feel good at the end of the day. Right. And I think we wanted to talk about this, Danny, because don't you get this? A lot of people are like, and we, I, we used to make a lot of content about this when we first started people being like, I can't, how, how are you, how are you going to be sit down and look at all the good things and be grateful? This is toxic positivity. This is not fair. I can't do it. And that's a really valid point. You know, mm-hmm. a lot of the people, when they first start out their brain reorganization journey, that's the way they feel. They're like, that's what do you mean gratitude? Like, I don't like, I'm not grateful for the stuff that's mm-hmm. going on with me. I'm not grateful for all my challenges and all the stuff that's happening. And we understand that because that's usually people that are stuck in survival mode, right? And so that survival mm-hmm. mode, what it does is it helps your brain become hyper aware of all the negative because anything that's negative or scary could be a potential threat. And so it's constantly scanning to your environment to see if something's going to be a real threat or not. And ultimately, if you're in survival mode all the time and your brain is disorganized and so your central nervous system is dysregulated, then that makes it so you're perceiving threats all the time, right? And so Mm -hmm. that just being in that state most of the time makes it so you're in fight or flight all the time. You're not going into rest and digest as much as you need to. And so getting to the point where you're able to feel grateful and look on the bright side and look at the positive thing, even at positive things of even the negative things that happen in life is really, really, really hard. Right. It is. So that's why we always say you got to start with the brain. Yeah. And I could tell you, I for sure thought that life was a battlefield when I, before I learned about brain organization and before I even did these movements to help my brain get out of survival mode, I Mm -hmm. 
would wake up just thinking like, all right, who's going to cross me today? Like, what do I have to armor up for, right? And put up this like protection on myself because I literally thought life was just so hard. It felt so hard. And then as soon as my brain came out of survival mode and I was able to shift my perception on how I saw the world, I was like, oh, wait, there's actually so many kind people. And this happens all the time. You're in California now, so you experience this. Everyone thinks that Californians are just these horrific people. Like, honestly, (laughs) I get so much flack for being a Californian. And I'm like, and I remember when we traveled the country, everyone's like, watch out for your California plates. When you drive into Idaho, they're going to chew you up and spit you out. And we didn't experience that. And it's because I felt like my perception on the world was so different. And I'm not saying that I'm like, you know, you know, this like amazing human that like everyone's like, oh, what? But it was just like I had a different perception. I met people with kindness and then that was what was reciprocated back. And that's a lot of gratitude is being able to shift your perception, feel that state of appreciation. Like I am so appreciative when I go into a restaurant and I have service or whatever it is. And I always set my intention to, to like set the stage for kind of creating more gratitude and appreciation coming from that experience. Um, And then the people will always match it. And I feel like that's such an important thing. But if you're the person who walks into a restaurant, you're always like, all right, my food's already going to be bad. Or I am holding up the persona of a Californian who has a negative attitude on life. That's what people are going to reflect back to you. And I think that's where gratitude's so cool because the more you step into that appreciation, the more you step into being grateful for life itself, you can then shift into a different perspective of what the world and really all this is. And Paloma and I like to dive into all topics connected to all things. And we go down (laughs) rabbit holes, especially when we're researching for a podcast and we start finding all these different nuggets about, oh, look at what this science says about gratitude. And, um, And then it comes back to like religion and spiritual things. And when you really look at everything, we're all just trying to be connected in one, right? And we're all just trying to remove our egos, which is like the hurt and the wounding that we have to be able to see each other, that we're all in this together. We're all human. We're all having these feelings and emotions, and it's all hitting our perceptions differently. And when you come out of survival mode, you're able to actually express empathy And you're able to connect with people on a level that, hey, you're not against me. I don't have any hard feelings on you. Like, I can see you're hurt. I can, you know, I'm hurt. Like, let's work on being in a better cohesive relationship. So it's kind of this like moment where, yeah, this time of year, Thanksgiving's coming up for a lot of people who celebrate that. And it's kind of funny that there's like one day dedicated to like, let's show your gratitude. (laughs) And we're like, Let's work on gratitude year-round, and you can't do it until you've really fundamentally shifted your brain to really feel it from a different way. And I mean, there's people who can, right? There's people who- Well, you you can because you can do anything, right? Anybody can do anything. But it's going to just be a lot easier if your brain's out of survival mode because if you're trying to become more, practice more gratitude and become more grateful in your life, and your brain is in survival mode, you're just working way harder than you need to on that one tiny skill. And gratitude isn't really a skill. It's something that is innate in all all animals, not just in humans as part of the Mm -hmm. research we were doing. And we'll plug that in the show notes. But it really is one one of the things that keeps us in that oneness, right? That togetherness as a group. And 
something that's also interesting about survival mode is if you're in survival mode, it's hard for you. That's, there's part of your brain that wants to keep you separate from the group because mm. you're only focused on yourself. You're focusing on yeah. you and surviving and probably your children if you're a mom uh, or a parent or a caregiver, mm. right? But it's very much like centered on we need to survive. I need to survive before even thinking of becoming part of whatever that might be. And if you kind of zoom out, you can see that a lot in a lot of different cultures and a lot of different ways that we interact with other people where we want that connection, but we don't want it. Right. And that's just mm. the brain. That's just our own survival brain mm-hmm. getting in our way. Don't you think? All the time. It's yeah. so funny. And this, and this is where we love to bring everything back to the brain, primitive mm-hmm. reflexes and the subconscious. And I can tell you for me, like I love human connection. I don't love being alone. Like I love alone and me time, you know, in bits and pieces. But then like when it goes to the extreme or then like when I want to go do events and I like schedule myself out for all these fun things. And then when the time comes, I'm like, just kidding. I don't actually want to go anymore. Oh, yeah. And so there's so many. Yeah, right. There's so many brain functions within those moments. And I'm really recognizing my, you know, inability or my lack that I used to have of being able to say no to things and like, Mm -hmm. hey, let me think about that because I did a lot of fawn of people pleasing. So this is where this idea of gratitude, it just seems like, oh, yeah, it's so easy. But when we look at it, we're like, it's actually not an easy thing. It is something that needs to be practiced. And it is something you have. It's a muscle. You have to work it. And it's so easy to walk into a room and see what's wrong. It's really hard to then shift your mindset and to see what is working for you. Mm -hmm. And that's a big part of what we bring into our program is helping people shift their mindset as their brain structure is literally shifting and making new connections. Yeah. While acknowledging that not everything is sunny and bright and and wonderful, there's a lot of dark things in the world. And that's often what helps you see the light more easily, right? And the good things. Mm -hmm. And that's another point. I used to have a really hard time with certain things in the world that I'm like, how does that happen to certain people? And it would just like hurt my stomach. I'm like, I feel so powerless in this situation. How do we help this situation going on? And the more that I would enroll into that feeling of being powerless, the more I almost felt like I fed it. And then I would have to like shift myself into, okay, everyone's got a journey. And then it taps into like, how do you make sense of all these journeys that we're on, right? And then every single person has the ability to find something, whether they're in the midst of something really yucky and we've all been in something. Obviously, there's people who've been through things that are way worse than others. And the ability to be able to find some sort of silver lining in it to help build upon it is what can help shift your brain structure to then make you more resilient, to make you be able to overcome adversity and help you live an authentic life. And I think that's what, for me, gratitude boils down to. Because you can tell when someone is like truly authentically grateful mm-hmm. or when they're just like, you know, when I tell my kids, say thank you. And yeah, they're like, yeah, yeah. thank you. Yeah. You know, and they're like, okay, that was very robotic. You don't even know what that means. Like, where's you don't care. Yeah. This is, yeah. Have you seen that, that TikTok of this kid and they're like recording a Thanksgiving table and this kid is literally crying, like breaking down. He's like, I just want to think about all the things that I'm grateful for, but he's like bawling and everybody's <laughs> laughing, but he's so cute. He's like probably like eight years it. old and you yeah. can tell that he's genuinely overcome with emotion by yeah. how thankful he is for everything that he has around him. And I mean, we don't have to all break down and cry no. about it. I mean, if you want to, that's great. It's a good yeah. release. You know? Yeah. But I think also like 
especially in the United States, there's a lot of pressure around that like gratitude thing in Thanksgiving specifically. Mm -hmm. And I feel like there's a lot. I remember listening to that with my friends when I was little because I never really did Thanksgiving when I was growing up because, you know, we're Mexican. It's more of like a thing that I do when I'm here. (laughs) And it's it's not really like part of my culture. Um, But I remember them being like, oh, God, yeah, gratitude. Like, what am I going to be thankful for? Like Mm. the dry turkey that my mom's going to cook, you know, blah, blah. And I'd be like, yeah, (laughs) obviously, you know, you're 14, whatever. But I think that there's a lot of pressure around like actually having to do it. And I think that's why it is only once a year now that I'm thinking about it, because like, okay, let's just boil it down to just one day a year and let's just put it out there. And then that's it. You know, then that we got check it off the list and we're done. And I think a lot of other cultures are more about let's practice it all the time daily. Mm. And, and even certain religions will do that every single day, every t- even every time they have a meal, mm. right? Every time or they'll yeah. pray a certain amount of times a day. I mean, it's a different way of looking at it. But I think mm-hmm. in the United States specifically, it's become kind of like cheesy or like hokey, you know, to like be, oh, let's be grateful. Let's be great. Say thank you. Like that kind of stuff that you're just saying. Mm. It seems like somebody's like telling you to do it. And it doesn't necessarily like it can mean all it can mean so many different things. It's just an appreciation. Right. And Mm -hmm. I think for a lot of people, it can also mean just acknowledging what's going on around you and the people that you have around you or the things that you have. It doesn't always have to be this like, oh, my gosh, overwhelming gratefulness for whatever it is. It has different levels and different layers. And I think that's the one thing that we all have some of it. And so it's about tapping into what what it means for you. Does it mean reaching out to somebody and saying thank you for something? Or does it mean making a little list or just making a note in your mind like, oh, Mm -hmm. that's kind of cool that I have that or that I know this person or that that experience that I had that experience or that opportunity? You know, it doesn't always have to be enveloping. For sure. And I think that taps into this hidden brain podcast that we like to share of the reciprocity that's behind gratitude. And I know before brain work, I used to feel like this massive indebtedness to people if they did something to help me because it Mm -hmm. came from a space. And this is going to tap into the subconscious beliefs. I used to think that like no one would just do something kind for me. Like I wasn't worth that Mm -hmm. kindness to be given to me. And so then I would always have to like immediately match them with something in return and be like, okay, now we're even. Like now we're squared up. And now I've been stepping into as I dive deeper into my worth and my value and all these core feelings inside of me. I'm like, thank you for thinking of me. Thank you for acknowledging me. Thank you for being appreciative of me and helping you. I'm going to accept that and leave it there and then know that I can go return the favor somewhere else. And so, yeah, the paying it forward thing, right? You don't always know. And that's something that I've seen more and more as I've been able to get out of my lack mindset is... You might not get, like, say Paloma gave something to me. I don't have to immediately return it back to Paloma. I can go pay it forward to someone else, and then it'll all come back around. And you always will see that when you're able to be in that higher zoomed-out perspective of, hey, we're all in this together. And it's funny because that is a lot of what, like, what religion pushes on is, like, coming in and and being a part of something, Mm -hmm. and but not always needing it to be from another person like directly right right it's a very um just give to give because when you give more giving comes to you and you're like showing that appreciation and it's bringing you up to a higher level yeah totally and once again that ability to even zoom out yeah 
brain. It's all the brain. It's all the primitive brain. If you're stuck in survival mode, there's no way you're going to be able to zoom out. Or you might be able to do it for five seconds and then you're like back into the into the day to day, into the only seeing what's right in front of you directly (laughs) tunnel vision. Right. And that's, you know, I, I love when this like comes kind of like very full cycle gnome. Yeah. It's always there. And then that is really a big thing. So we talk a lot about the subconscious beliefs and how that first seven years of your life, really before like before your parents even um, created you, is really putting an imprint on how you're going to see the world. And that mm-hmm. is your perception on the world around you. It's that epigenetics, that ability. Well, epigenetics is kind of tied into the subconscious beliefs, but it's literally the expression of your genes without actually changing your DNA. Mm -hmm. So, so many times people think like, oh, this is just the way I am. I'm always going to be this way. Mm -hmm. And then we have a process called a reconnect, which actually helps you shift the way you express your perception on the world. Mm -hmm. And it's, we were just talking about this on office hours with someone. She's like, I actually, like after being with my (laughs) husband for nine years, She's like, yeah, actually, I was like able to go into the reconnect and then focus on all the things that he did that were loving for me and show appreciation and gratitude towards it. And then I looked at him differently and was like, I actually am falling in love with you again. Like there's parts of you I haven't seen before. Yes. And that is directly connected to the ability of having epigenetics because before it was the whole nature versus nurture argument forever. You were stuck in that forever. And that's what we're always trying to bust is like, no, you are not stuck in who you are said or whoever someone told you you were going to be. You have the ability to shift out of it. And that's what epigenetics is. And there's a lot of people that are showing lots of science behind it. But I mean, even Harvard, we're going to put this really cool infographic in the show notes. What Harvard University has created about no, like your epigenetics is such a changing of your perception on reality. And, you, and we have a really cool process that helps you get there. Another thing that I think would be cool is to share that. And we start a journal a journaling practice in our program. It's part of the program. Most people, we, we recommend do it. Um, some people don't love journaling and we understand that, but we always recommend that our members do it. So every module you have journal prompts and in week two, we actually start doing a gratitude journal specifically. So you set aside a couple minutes a day. I think we start with just one minute, like just set, mm-hmm. literally set a timer on your phone and do one minute where you either think about or write down things that you're grateful for. And here's the kicker. There's actually, I, uh, we, one of the things that we plugged in the, that we're going to plug in the show notes talks about how even one minute is more than enough in the New York times yeah. article, because just that one minute is going to, it's better than nothing. And it's going to build little by little by little. And you don't have to always be grateful for like the big things in life, right? We think like it always has to be. And that's kind of what I was trying to say earlier with the Thanksgiving thing. I think I just didn't really bring it home then. But (laughs) we always think we have to be grateful for like all like the overarching themes in our lives. And it has to be this like life changing, life altering feeling that really brings you to it like a spiritual experience. No, you can literally be thankful you have Starbucks right here. Like you can be thankful for the smallest things. I can be thankful that it's it's raining today because I love rainy days. I can be thankful that I got to connect with Danny this morning. I can be thankful that I got a Starbucks coffee this morning. It can be really the smallest things. Just express expressing gratitude 
toward the small, even the smallest things in your life is still practicing that muscle. And then yeah. you'll get to the point where sometimes you will feel inspired and you'll be like, oh my God, you know, the, the amazing people that I have around me, my family, this and that. And that's always something that's great to continue to be grateful for, but it can also be the smaller things. So remove that pressure from yourself yeah. if you're trying to start a, a gratitude practice. I love that. And it's something that is so... I, I think sometimes some of us have this all or nothing thinking when it comes to a lot of things and gratitude can be one of them. And I think a lot of us are working towards becoming more grateful and appreciative of our lives and all the things. And I think, you know, sometimes you have a bad day and that's okay. Yeah. And sometimes your kids have bad days and that's okay too. And so you have to just, again, what is Paloma going to say? Remove society's expectations <laughs> exactly. of being perfect and knowing that being grateful that you have emotions, right? And being exactly. human. And I, I feel like I finally have owned that too, of just, I'm grateful that I am an emotional person because it helps me identify more of what's going on within me so I can find the truest and most authentic version of myself. Totally. And, and there's no, I think that's where here it in the cortex, we're all about just like living with more levity and light and, and fun and just yes. giggle more and just laugh your way through life. And when you can tap into the appreciation and the gratitude emotion, it helps it. And it's more fun. Like Paloma and I yeah. laugh for large parts of our meetings. <laughs> Most people think we're unproductive, but hey, we are so productive and we're so appreciative of each other because we get each other's jokes and we're just having exactly. a great time, you know? And um I mean, just a quick little like appreciation plug because I'm feeling kind of cheesy and corny, but I'm so appreciative of Paloma because she is the yin to my yang. <laughs> and honestly, in the cortex has been something for years that we've been wanting because Paloma was my intern. How many years ago? 10 years ago? 10 years ago. Yeah, something like that. And we connected from the minute we met. Yeah. yeah it's kind of weird to be like, wow, wow that's crazy. To think. Yeah. Yeah. And we connected from the minute we went and then the universe, like, you know, we got moved apart. I had my kids and then we came back together and we created this. And it's been yes. now three years that we've been working on our In the Cortex project together. And it's really cool that we get to help people change their lives. And I Absolutely. am so grateful that I have found my calling, that you found your calling. Yes. And we keep figuring out more of what our calling is. And we totally every day. More. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, this isn't like an end. Like, okay, we're done. We're, we're done. We don't have to do anymore. No, we're like, oh, what else can we learn from it? And being appreciative of the adversity too. I was literally going to say that. Okay. That's okay. That's because we're connected. Danny keeps trying to convince me to get a tattoo with her. Where it's like yin and yang. I'm not going to. We do don't it. have any tattoos, but it's if I got one. I'm not a, I'm, I'm a pain averse, but um, I, I was just going to say that because something that we, I think, practice often, both in our personal and our professional lives is looking at a negative situation or a challenging situation, feeling it, first of all, like feel bad about it, vent about it, get it out of you, get those emotions like going because they're in you for a reason. You got to get them out somehow, mm -hmm. right? Whether you're going to cry, whether you're going to vent about it for 25 minutes, Breathe. whether you're just going to creep it out, where you're going to do anything that you want, like work out and, you know, go run or just jump around or whatever it is, get that out. But then come back and look at what are you learning from it? Because mm -hmm. ultimately that's the truth, right? We're learning 
through we're, the only thing we can do we can control is how we respond to situations especially yeah. now when we're in a more regulated state so what we can do we can't change the situation that's going on we can't always control everything but what we can can control is the way that we look at it so looking at okay what am i learning from this what is mm-hmm. this setting up setting me up for what could i have done differently what can i do differently next time and i think that's a really cool way of looking at things that are that are challenging because there's always a learning opportunity always 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 Right. And if you're stuck in that victim mentality of things are happening to me, why me, why, 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 you're not going to be able to learn that lesson and then move on to like the next level and like what you're supposed to attain in this lifetime. And I, I like to look at life as like these levels of attainment and getting to a higher version of me and and being yes. able to achieve more. And I go, wow, in my 38 years, I've done a lot. I've achieved a lot. And everything that's taken me to here is for a reason. Totally. And then I get to go practice a lot of patience right now. Like I'm in the, the, the time of patience and like knowing and trusting and working on all that. And I appreciate it, even though it's easy to be like, oh. I can't believe this is what my life looks like. And I'll go there. I'm human. And I'll be like, wait, whoa, Danny, stop yourself. Like, switch it. And so it's something that you have to work on. And I was talking yes. about this earlier with the subconscious beliefs in those first seven years of life. Some people find gratitude way easier to attain, yes. being able to appreciate because maybe their parents were able to nurture them with that mindset of, hey, Let's look at the world this way with the glass half full. Maybe you came from parents who are more in the negative space. And so that's mm-hmm. going to be a little bit harder for you to switch it. But the cool part is, is no matter what your starting point is, you have the choice and you have the ability to decide, am I going to look at it this way or am I going to look at it this way? I agree, especially when you're in out of that survival mode. And that's ultimately our our message is first get out of survival mode and then gratitude will become so much easier. But we encourage you to start practicing it every day. I usually will do, and I actually stopped doing this, but I want to start over again. We used to do like a journal where we would do one page per day, remember? And so just yeah. one page. Sometimes you feel like you got you can go for five pages and sometimes you wake up and you're like, because I would do it first thing in the morning. And sometimes you wake up and you're like, okay, I'm really struggling to fill this page today. Uh, yeah. And it's fine. But even just putting yourself in that mindset in the beginning of the day is similar to like, and if you do your brain work in the beginning of the day, yeah, that's a game changer. I struggle with the brain work in the beginning of the day. I'm very honest about that, baby. Um, but yeah. hey, I'll, I might get there. But when I do do it early, I'm like, okay, this is really a different a different vibe for my day. But anyway, that's kind of our, our podcast for today. I think we will come uh, – I think we have a few more podcasts to go in the year. So we have some more interesting things coming. We have some interesting um, – sales coming up if you're mm. wanting to do that we have you know just just check out our social media we're not going to be we're going to be sneaky about it we're going to be mysterious about it because that's who we are that's <laughs> what we're trying shoot that's our choice today but <laughs> check our social media because there's something interesting coming up uh in the next uh month week or so and let's do this so social media instagram in the cortex underscore us tiktok in underscore the underscore cortex, Facebook in the cortex US, email hello at in the cortex.com, website www.inthecortex.com. And if you want to sign up 
today. Use promo code Brainiac for $10 off your very first payment of our program. And that's it. You sound like we a are grateful. Yeah. <laughs> we are grateful for you listening to this and being here with us. And please share, subscribe, rate the podcast. The more ratings mm, we get, please. the more we get uh, recommended to people. We now heard that we're getting, the algorithm is already recommending us to people on Spotify, which is very exciting. So thank you all of you for being here because it's it's you that helps us get to that point. Uh, so yeah, yeah, thanks. Thank you. And happy Thanksgiving if you celebrate that. Yeah. And we'll be sending lots of gratitude thoughts out there. To everybody. Bye. 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 